There's something new on Air SLA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Royal Institute of America. Each Tuesday, we're going to bring to you the latest information and news on computers and adaptive technology. Tips to help you when shopping for a video magnifier. Video magnifiers are probably the most valuable tool for any person with low vision. I remember when I first received my video magnifier, it really changed my life. For months, I was reading using different types of magnifying glasses and high-powered glasses that I designed for myself. But when I received my video magnifier, life became so much easier. I could read faster, I could read for a longer period of time, and I was able to see things that I couldn't see with the other devices. With the video magnifier, I was able to see writing that was written with pencil. I could see faded text in other documents, and I was able to look at a lot of the old photographs that I had that were in black and white, and I could see them very well. At first I thought that the video magnifier was just too expensive. I really felt guilty about spending almost $3,000 on something for myself. But when I thought about it, I recall throughout the years that I worked as a low vision optometrist, I never, never had a video magnifier break. These video magnifiers, they work from 10 to 15 years without any type of maintenance. I have never spent a nickel on any of our video magnifiers at our clinic, and we would use them all day long. So thinking about it that way, I realized that these video magnifiers are really going to be quite affordable. In other words, if it lasts 10 years, I'm talking about $300. $300 a year, that's not too bad. So it really comes out to less than $1 a day. Would I pay a dollar each day to be able to read? Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about some of the things to consider when you're shopping for a video magnifier. It could often be very, very difficult to buy a video magnifier because of the fact that there's many features that you really don't know whether you need it or not. The first step in selecting a video magnifier, I strongly recommend that you go to a place where you could see these video magnifiers side by side. You really want to go to a place that's going to carry the most notable brands. The reason for this is that these notable brands have a very, very strong financial backing from the company so that if anything should ever go wrong, you have the accessibility to get the parts and the support that you need. Some of the largest companies include Enhanced Vision, Freedom Scientific, Humanware, Optelec. These are companies that have been around for many, many years and they make some of the finest video magnifiers. The first thing to remember is that there are many features on these video magnifiers that sound great, but you really don't need them. Most people who use video magnifiers primarily use them for reading, maybe writing, and even maybe doing a little bit of household repair work. For these basic tasks, there's some basic features to think about when you're shopping for a video magnifier. Number one, you really want to consider the controls on the video magnifier itself. There are different types of controls. Sometimes the controls are on the computer monitor itself. Other times it's going to be on the tray where you place your books and other reading materials. And other video magnifiers have a remote control that you could place on the table. 
you really want to take a look at which particular types of controls would be best for you. One company called Enhanced Vision has controls that are on the screen itself. They have a very few controls so this makes it very very easy to use. A lot of people like it because they don't get confused or they're not intimidated with a control panel that has too many knobs and other buttons. Another company called Optelec, they put their controls on the XY table. The XY table is the table that you place your book or other reading material on and as a result you can keep your hands on that XY table as you slide across to read the book. You never have to raise your hands off the table and adjust it on the screen itself. Another company by the name of Humanware, they took the best of both words. You have the option you could have controls that are on the screen itself or they have a remote control panel that you could put on your lap or on your desk so you have your choice of what works the best for you. But I think it's very important to find a machine that you are very comfortable with the controls. There's nothing more frustrating than when you turn a knob and you expect things to get larger and it changes the color from black to blue or something of that nature. So number one, I think look at the controls first of all. Number two, the size of the monitor is another very important thing to consider. Today we have machines with screen sizes from a 17 inch, 19 inch, 21 inch, and 22 inch. I think that almost all of these screens have equal clarity and some of them have a little bit better brightness than others. But when a person is reading on the video magnet for a long period of time, we often find that people like the screens that have screen brightness controls. In other words, a very easy control where you can make it a little bit dimmer and it could often relax and soothe the eyes a bit. I feel that most people can benefit from a larger monitor. The larger the monitor will give you more magnification and it will also give you a wider field of view. Why is this important? Well, let's say that you're reading a paperback book. If you have a 22-inch monitor as compared to a 17-inch monitor, with a 22-inch monitor, when you have a specific level of magnification, you'll be able to see the entire width of the book. You won't even have to move the tray from side to side. But if you have a smaller screen, such as a 17-inch screen, you're going to have to slide that book underneath the camera as you go from the beginning of the sentence to the end. So, for the larger screens, you might pay a couple of hundred dollars more, but in the long term, I think it's an investment that's well worth it. The third feature is the camera itself. Most video magnifiers have very, very high-quality cameras. These are cameras that are very similar to those in the video cameras that you take your home video movies with. There's a standard camera and there's now a high definition camera. For the majority of people with low vision, the standard camera would be more than enough. The reason for this is that for most people when they're using a video magnifier, they usually use between three times to ten times magnification. At this high level of magnification, the images of the words and the letters that you see on the screen will be very, very sharp. But there are some people who have very interesting visual problems where they don't need a lot of magnification and they actually prefer it if there is lower magnification with high contrast. This is often the case for people with diabetic retinopathy, 
glaucoma, and retinitis pigmentosa. For these people, they may not need the print to be any larger than two times magnification. For these types of patients, the high-definition camera is an excellent choice because a person could keep it at low magnification, such as 2x, and the letters will still be very, very sharp with high contrast on the screen. The fourth feature to think about on a video magnifier is to try the XY table. The XY table is a tray that one places your reading materials on when you're reading with a video magnifier. These trays, they slide from side to side and up and down, and this is why they got the term XY table. It moves similar to the X and the Y axis on a graph piece of paper. Now when you have an XY table, the first thing to look at is the lock. They have a locking mechanism so that if you're going to sign a check or draw or write, the table will not move. This way, with whatever you're placing underneath the camera, it will still be displayed on the screen. So you want to check to see this locking mechanism itself. If it's a push-button electronic locking mechanism, such as in the Optolic models, that might be very, very nice and very convenient for you. Other companies, they have a mechanical lock. In many ways, this could be very advantageous as well, because it's one less potential thing to go wrong. Sometimes when things are electronic, there might be a short circuit, or if you spill water on it, maybe it doesn't work well. Whereas with a mechanical one, it just has a spring lock or a friction lock, and these are controls that often aren't damaged if you drop or spill something on it. Now, you have to figure what is going to be the best for you. If you have arthritis or some problems with your fingers, maybe the electronic lock, such as the electronic lock from Optilec, would be the best. If you really don't have any of these kinds of physical problems, you might find that you'll do very well with a spring-loaded lock, such as that from the Enhanced Vision model, or maybe you want one that has a friction lock, such as the model from Humanware and Freedom Scientific. So when you compare these different types of locks, that's something that's going to be very important. The next thing is you want to compare how smoothly do they slide from left to right. If you're a person who reads with moderate levels of magnification and you cannot see the entire width of the page under the screen, you're going to then have to slide the book from side to side in order to get from the beginning of the sentence to the end. You want to feel, does it slide smoothly, or is it too rough, or does it move too fast or too slow? These are other features that you should then consider. The last thing to consider is, are there any other special features that you might need? For example, if you're a person who works on the computer quite often and you read things on your video magnifier at the same time, a computer connectivity package could be very helpful. Some of these video manufacturers have a free video to computer connectivity package. What this means is that you can use your computer and what you will see on your video magnifier display will be your computer. In other words, you can surf the internet and look at the screen right directly in front of you. Then, with the press of a button, you could then switch it so that what you see on your screen will be the books or the newspapers or other documents that you have underneath your video magnifier. This is a real convenient situation if you do not have too much desk space. In other words, you could use 
one screen and that screen will be for both your video magnifier and your computer. Another important feature that might be helpful for you is if you are one of the few people who really see better with a special colored background. As I said before, most people can see best with a black background or a white background. But for some people, they could read the words easier if it has a blue or a yellow or a green or a magenta background. In these situations, you want to look for a machine that does offer these different types of colored backgrounds. These colored backgrounds are often going to be free of charge, so you want to find a machine that might offer that particular function for you. There's also other video magnifiers now that have some very, very special features. One of the newer video magnifiers that's called the Oribus is one that will actually read the text for you. So if you place the page underneath this camera, you could press the button and it will then take a picture and it will read it for you. Now this is a very, very nice feature, but if you really don't need it, you could save yourself a couple of thousand dollars by not purchasing that itself. So overall, there's many things to be considering when you're looking for a video magnifier. To review, number one, always shop for video magnifiers at a place that has many brands that you could compare side by side. You will never be able to compare one brand with another unless you could see them side by side next to each other with your own eyes. Number two, when you are shopping for a video magnifier, bring the things that you want to see and place them underneath the video magnifier. Bring your books, your magazines, your photographs, your Bible, your tools, anything that you want to see, bring it with you as you compare these different types of machines. Number three, you want to look for a machine that's going to have controls that are easiest for you to use. If the machine has too many buttons and it confuses you or makes you feel uncomfortable, you don't want to have a machine like that because you probably won't use it. Find a machine that's going to have controls that are easy for you to reach, easier for you to control, and easy for you to access at all times. Number four, find a machine that's going to have a very high quality screen. The screen is typically going to be a LCD flat panel monitor. These are screens that are very, very thin, and they typically will adjust up and down, side to side, and they tilt and some will even move closer and further from you. A larger screen is typically going to be better because it gives you more magnification and a wider field of view. Number five, the type of camera that you want for your machine is almost always going to be just the standard camera. But if you're a person who has retinitis pigmentosa or glaucoma and you read under low magnification such as 2x or 3x magnification the high-definition camera can give you a better quality image under the low-level magnification. Next, you want to look at the XY table. The XY table is, again, the table that you place your documents on top of. Make certain that it's easy for you to lock and to unlock that table. If you're going to write a lot, make certain that the machine will have a strong locking table so that as you ride, the table doesn't slide from side to side. And lastly, if you're a person who does some special types of things, such as working on a computer, you want a machine that will connect to a computer very easily. This will allow you to share the monitor for both your video magnifier and your computer, and it saves you a lot of space. Or, 
if you're a person who needs some special features, such as you want a machine that's going to read it aloud to you, or you need some special colors to the background and the text, these are other features that you would consider as well. So I hope that all of these tips will help you as you're shopping for a desktop video magnifier. A desktop video magnifier could truly be one of the life-changing tools to improve the quality of your life. I hope this information is helpful to you, and if you'd like to learn more about low vision and technology, please join our Facebook page by going to www.facebook.com slash AirsLA. For AirsLA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. Mm-hmm.